a listener production. Hi, and welcome back to Broadsheet Melbourne, Around Town. I'm Broadsheet's editorial director, Katja Vaktel, and the host of this Guide to Melbourne. We are racing towards the end of 2023, and before we get there, some of Melbourne's most anticipated food and drink openings will occur, which is very exciting. Audrey Payne, Broadsheet's food and drink editor, and Michael Harry, our national editor, are here to talk about the openings, and I want to start with the ones they're most excited about. So. Audrey, for you on this list, is there one that really stands out? At this point, I'm just a cliche of myself, but <laughs> I'm really excited about Kori. So Kori is a inspired Japanese flavored ice cream shop in Hawthorne. It was started by Joanne Yo and Bernard Chu. Um, Joanne's ex-coder chef and Bernard had, had Lux Bite. If anyone remembers like early MasterChef <laughs> days and the lolly bag cake, that was Lux Bite. So they have this amazing ice cream shop. It's tiny. It's like coral red. Yeah, bright coral, the whole thing. It's not like, here's a little bit of red and pink here. Yeah. The whole thing is. They went all out. They went all out. On Glenfrey Road in Hawthorne, and they're finally opening a store in the city. I'll be lining up. I'll be refusing to leave. I'll be sampling all the flavors. They will simply ask me to leave. <laughs> yeah, so I'm really excited about that one. Michael? I'm keen on Purple Pit, which is a new collab between Joe Jones and Maurice Tazzini. You may remember they launched a place called Cachina Pavera in the pandemic last year. Restaurant most short-lived restaurant of all time, yes. I don't know if we need to discuss it too much, but it did close very quickly um, for various reasons. And highly anticipated because of who these two people are. Yes, they're definitely industry heavyweights. Joe ran a very famous bar called Romeo Lane for a long time. Maurice Tazzini got his start really in Melbourne at a Cafe Cachina, but then now is a big Sydney name. Um, icebergs. Owns is, icebergs is, yeah. and just recently revamped the Jackson's on George, um, which is um, getting a lot of buzz. Yeah. But yeah, this is an, another little side project for them, which is opening in uh, underneath Wren and LaRue, which is one of our favourites for the year. So we're basically not going to leave that little section of Cold Precinct. Street. Yeah. yeah so okay. the old, old stock exchange building. So super old building that's been revamped with lots of cash. Mm. Um, so this is like a basement underneath the restaurant. I think Joe said they share a roof or something with um, Ren. Interesting. Oh, yeah. Cool. But um, so it's a quite an old Gothic cool building, small space, very dark and, and slinky little bar, mm. cocktail forward. There's going to be 10, 10 wines on the list and beers on tap, but mainly Joe is known for his cocktails. So he's picking two cocktails that are going to be huge. The Bellini, classic oh, Bellini, okay. and um, the style. Dark and Stormy, that rummy kind of drink. I mean, they're both I'm like not, not messing around. Say those no, mm. Dark yeah. and Stormy is, I'm into that. Yeah. I and, like a dark and stormy. They're also very different. Like the Bellini versus the dark and stormy, I feel like could not be more. The spectrum is wide. Contrasting. Yes. Yeah. But both just yum. And I think that that'll be the the idea is is nothing like over the top, but just really good drinking, really great ingredients. He said it's, it's a place where he wants it to be a bit kind of like a, a fancy hotel bar meets meets a rock and roll dive. So it's like a bottle of Krug meets a shot of Jack Daniels. Okay, and that's it's a concept the, I like, and that's why we've got the dark and stormy and the Bellini. That epitomizes <laughs> that collaboration perfectly. Uh, so yeah, uh, sometime in November. He's okay, saying. we don't know. We don't have a date yet. One of the ones I'm really, I cannot wait to see. It's the renovated Vudemont and Louis Bar. This is one of Melbourne's 
most iconic dining institutions, a fine diner run by Hugh Allen, who is a very talented Melbourne chef. It closed in late July for a refurb. He actually spoke to us on the podcast when it closed to talk about what the plans were and what he was excited by. And, you know, of course, as a consumer, you're thinking, well, what's going to be on the menu? And as the chef operator, he was just really excited about the gadgets that mm-hmm. are going to be coming into the kitchen. Geeking out. Geeking out. It's going to be a $3 million reno. So it's not like little touches here and there. Audrey, you spoke to Hugh yesterday. So yeah. is there any updates on where they're at? They had their first service for friends and family last night. He said there were a few touches still <laughs> um, happening. But by the time this episode comes out, it might even be open to the public. Yeah. Hmm. So I mean, Hugh's always known as having like, it's a pretty like, a menu of classics. There's things that they do, like, mm. you know, the oyster and the Australiana, like mm-hmm. the damper. Yeah. And like, is that all going to be there? So Hugh has created a new menu. The only thing that is still there is the souffle, which oh, the my understanding one. is has never left the menu, is never going to leave the menu. Um, but he took a bit of a holiday and went to some places in Europe. He um, also went to some of the best restaurants in the world. Like he went to Jeremy... Chan's restaurant in London. The two of them like collaborated last year for the Food and Wine Festival. So it's like kind of cool to see that they reunited. But um, so he was also pretty excited about some of the new dishes. One that he was so excited about was a radish soup, which I radish. I just love that he was like, yeah, the one I'm really hyped about <laughs> is the radish. And so one thing that I thought was so interesting was he was talking about the dining room at Beautimont Looks pretty similar, but they've upgraded the lighting. So they matched the lighting in the dining room to the kitchen. So what they're preparing in the kitchen is going to appear the same as how people receive the dish at the mm. table. And I thought that was really interesting and also like done with the thought that people are taking photos in mind as well because he did kind of mention he didn't love seeing these beautiful dishes that he'd made and then really dark lighting in the dining room. He'd see them after and think, oh, it just looks so much better in person. So I thought that was so interesting matching the hue. Hue matching yeah, the hue. Yeah, hue matching the hue. The bar as well is going to be quite different. I think that's where maybe the most dramatic change will occur mm-hmm. for people who go regularly because the bar used to be, there was like a big, I don't know, I don't know there was steel or stone, like kind of in the middle. And then the seating It wasn't necessarily geared to these incredible views. As we haven't mentioned, most people might know, but if you don't, Vu is on the 55th floor of the Rialto building with incredible views of of Melbourne. And now the bar is geared towards actually making the most of those views. So, And he said that that's pretty much a new venue. Like they've really got at it. Yeah. He sent me a video a few weeks ago and I was like, you're opening in two weeks? Like... It looked like How a building you? site. Yeah, it was a construction site. <laughs> it kind of works like that, right? Like they're so it, good like, at looks, that. Yeah, it comes comes together. Yeah, awesome. no, a week a week prior, like this place is not ready mm-hmm. for humans to enter. Yeah. and eat or drink inside, <laughs> and then miraculously, a week later, the mm-hmm. opening parties occurred and everything looks fabulous. <laughs> the other one I wanted to go into were the new venues by. Joey Kellogg at 1800 Lasagna. I think he'd intended to open them this year, but as with a lot of openings, things drag out. So they're now scheduled for early next year. But Michael. Yeah, so by 2024. Tell us. We're, we're but, pumped. Yeah, we're pumped. So let's just discuss them now. <laughs> we love, yeah, 1800 Lasagna was this pandemic hit as a delivery service, which then became this really awesome restaurant on High Street in Thornbury. Uh, and it's that Nonna's House vibe, which is very in right now, but very, very cool and uh, nostalgic and comforting. And basically you can just get 
lasagna and garlic bread at oh, 1 800 lasagna. Garlic so bread is so good. It's so good. He started by making these things at home and delivering them. That's how I first had 1 800 lasagna. And it is, it's I'm going to say it, it's the best, it's the best lasagna in this movie. Mm, I think it's the Fritz it Bernays. It's so good. <laughs> so, yeah. what's, what's he so opening? There's now? two more venues coming. One is a sandwich shop called Cinque Cinque Cinque, which is 555 in Italian because of the address, 555 High Street, mm-hmm. Northgate. So that'll be sandwiches early next year. And then a bit later on in the year, it's going to be um, a kind of wine bar extravaganza that I think is going to let Joey really spread his wings away from lasagna. It's going to be called Doppelavoro, which is Italian for after work. I'm imagining like super fun, little uh, slinky aperitivo, like into dinner. And that's in a double fronted shop front, also on High Street. So he's basically building a little empire out mm. there. He's the Andrew McConnell of Thornbury. <laughs> I love that. Absolutely <laughs> love that. Let's chat one more, which is the new Sri Lankan diner from uh, Jason Jones and uh, Brahman Pereira in Greville Street in Paran. Because it's always nice to showcase some Southside newbies. And this is really interesting. These guys had Entrecote, which is a fabulous steakhouse that has moved around different spots in South Yarra um, and now Paran. Brahman is a Sri Lankan heritage and they are going to open this hopper joint. It's called hopper joint. There's going to be hoppers. There's going to be hoppers. There'll be three kinds, but for those who don't know what a hopper is, it's a wafer-thin bowl-shaped rice flour pancake that you can put delicious things inside and then eat up. The fit-out, I think, will be inspired by a trip that Brahman did to Sri Lanka recently. He's an acclaimed interior designer, so he knows what he's doing on the fit-out and interior design front. And when we did our original story with them about the opening, Jones said it will be pure theatre. I think he used words like loud, sexy, delicious. And that kind of feels a bit like the entrecot vibe as well. Like that's what they specialise in. So I think that'll be fun. Mm, Sri Lankan food is just so delicious as well. I love the sour, tangy Sri Lankan curry. It's like and one of my favourites. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Another one that's just popped back into my into my field of vision in the last 24 hours is Batard, which is Chris Lucas's French restaurant, which has been years in the making. And Chris posted a video yesterday of basically the the building starting to be, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say appended, but the, the, uh, the machinery has gone in to start taking apart some of the building. So that one looks like it's finally on its way. Any others that you guys want to point out before we move off and let everyone do their searching and mark their diaries? <laughs> I mean, I'm st- I've still got a real eye on Maryvale. What are they going to do? When are they opening? Uh, mm. They've been fairly tightly, but two venues in the city. I- I'm guessing for 2024. Yeah. Um, one kind of we've heard Mr. Wongish sort of Chinese extravaganza on Flinders Lane, Lane yeah. and then another one in the old Myers Place, which I don't know, could it be a toddies? Just when you think also that Flinders Lane couldn't mm. stack any more high-quality restaurants, they find the space. Yeah. It's just... One after the other. It's a, such an incredible precinct, mm. Flinders Lane. If you want the full list of the restaurant and bar and single ice cream shop <laughs> that we are excited about opening this year. Uh, search for it and Broadsheet will give you all the details. Thank you, Audrey, and thank you, Michael. Thanks, Katja. Thanks. That's it for today. If you're enjoying the podcast, tell your friends and leave us a review. And to make sure you don't miss any episodes, subscribe or follow us wherever you're listening now. You can find new episodes in your feed every Monday, Wednesday and Friday morning.
listener.